You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. All Paws Pet Talk is brought to you by 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. 1-800-PET-MEDS is your best source for pet medications, vitamins, supplements, and pet supplies. Get great savings, fast service, and free shipping. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash paws, P-A-W-S, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. And now live in the studio, it's the All Pause Pet Talk call-in radio show with a valuable knowledge and expertise of our panel guests ready to take your calls. Listen for the phone number so you may call in live. Take it away, panel. Welcome back to All Pause Pet Talk. I am your host, Colleen Gordon. PetTalkAtLive.com is how to get a hold of us by email if you would like to weigh in on any of our topics or our guests. And I believe Karen is on the line right now. Karen? Hi, Colleen. Hi. How are you? Karen with, is with Pet of the Day. And Karen, tell, tell us a little bit about what you've got going on this week. Well, we have a story that was all over the news this week was a promotion done by a zoo in China where they had a publicity stunt painting a dog and as a tiger and chow chows as pandas. And people saw it on the news, and some people thought it might be, you know, cruel or punishing to the dogs. But I think as long as the paint was not harmful and the dyes weren't harmful to the dogs, I'm sure they loved the extra attention they got. Oh, I'm sure. And the funny thing is, Friday's dog of the day, this past Friday's dog of the day, was a dog, Butadoo, from Clewiston, Florida. So I don't know how far that is from you. You said Clewiston? Mm-hmm. I believe that's further south. Okay, well, he's a boxer, so has a nice shiny coat, and he models what they call tattoos for pets. <sighs> and it's their website is pet-inc.com. If you missed but a do on our page and don't know how to find him in our archive, and it's paint. It's not tattoos. It's not needles, so it doesn't hurt the pet. And so you can paint designs on your pet if you have a patient enough pet to hold still for it. I don't think my cats would be too pleased with that. I'd probably get streaks as they <laughs> ran past me saying, you're not going to do this to me. Yes, and, and of course, your shaggier dogs or, you know, a black lab isn't going to have a very good black design on him or her. But I like the company because the make sure that you test the paint ahead of time on, like, the belly or somewhere where the skin is thin to make sure your pet isn't going to have an allergic reaction to it. Oh, good point. I thought that was just a fun story and a fun thing people could look at. You know, that's a good point because we're always cautioned about doing the same thing when we color our hair, you know, to test it on the back part of our our neck where it's not going to cause an allergic reaction all over your head. So that's a real good point, is testing it on your pet before you paint the entire pet and then have to take it to the vet because of an allergic reaction. Yes, as a person with allergies, I can completely respect that, having been allergic to my own shampoo once, which is not a pleasant experience. So Mm -hmm. I respect that they tell you test ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Another story we had this week was somebody put an article out in the news about what your cat's coloring says about its personality. 
About your cat's personality or the owner's personality? About the cat's personality. Okay. I want to hear more. Well, the article goes on and on about certain what I'm going to call stereotypes, which I don't think are any more true than, you know, if you're blonde, you're dumb. If you're brunette, you're smart. Stereotypes humans have to deal with. For example, black cats, she writes, are playful in private but very cool in front of people they don't know. Well, I've known many black cats who would play with complete strangers. And I know one black cat who does not play, thank you very much, in front of strangers, in front of family, in front of anyone. And tuxedos, they say, are supposed to be very dog-like and are loyal and playful just like dogs. Well, this woman has obviously never met Trillian, who belongs to my brother and his wife, who is as perfect and petite a little tuxedo kitty as you could ever hope to meet. And there's nothing dog-like about her. She is all cat through and through, very shy if you're a stranger, will not hunt, and, well, occasionally will hunt their dog, but <laughs> is not dog-like at all. <laughs> the sad part is, is stereotyping based on fur is not a laughing matter because a large black dog is far less likely to be adopted in a shelter situation than a light-colored dog at the same shelter. And I have heard of that, Karen. It's called big black dog syndrome or something like that, where there's an assumption, and also the assumption about black cats being bad luck. They are unfortunately unlucky in, in being adopted out from the shelters as well. Yes, and it's, you know, perfectly silly because, of course, every dog has its own personality and every cat has its own personality that has nothing to do with the fur color. True. You can have a black lab and a yellow lab, same litter, same temperament, and the black lab gets passed over time and time again. So if you're going to a shelter, don't be afraid to look at the black animals. Good point. Personality has nothing to do with fur color. Good point. I'll I'll tell you a story. My sister actually has a big black female Labrador retriever. And she is, without a doubt, the sweetest, most fun-loving, playful, just gets up every day, you know, yoo-hoo, it's a new day, and plays in the water, jumps in the lake, retrieves toys from the water. She is just a sweetheart. So you're absolutely right about not being afraid of of trying to adopt a a black animal. So tell us more about maybe some other colors of, of pets. Well, she writes that uh, torties, you know, tortoiseshell cats with the multicolored fur are known to have what our website users call tortitude. Tortitude. <laughs> S- similar those, to catitude? It, like extreme catitude. <laughs> and yet, of course, I have known torties. The first tortie I ever knew, I called Pizza Cat because she belonged to a neighbor and I didn't know her name. But whenever I went to go down and wait for pizza at the apartment where I used to live... She would come out and love on me and twine herself around my ankles the whole time and then twine around the pizza guy's ankles when he came. I think she was hoping for free pizza. <laughs> well, I did offer her a piece one day, and she really didn't, did not appreciate the roasted pepper. So, Well, maybe it had anchovies. <laughs> you just, you just well, put see, the wrong I'm toppings a- on there. That's what it is. Well... 
the pizza had no anchovies because I'm allergic to those. <laughs> well, Karen, while I've got you on the line, and since you're so involved in Pets of the Day, um, I, I wanted to share with you that we've been getting some incoming emails weighing in on our new Florida law about the banning of non-native exotic pet species, uh, excuse me, snake species. So what is your opinion of this new law that the governor signed in? I wish that they could make a law that all pet owners be responsible pet owners. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Because it's not a problem for responsible pet owners to have a non-native species. A responsible pet owner takes care of the pet its whole life, knows what to feed it. It's the irresponsible pet owners, and especially for snakes, People will think, oh, I'm going to be really cool. I'm going to be really tough. I'm going to get this snake. And the snake gets bigger. And the snake isn't a dog. It never comes when it's called. And they just lose interest and set it free. That's true. And you know, Karen, if we had complete responsibility on the part of all pet owners, there would be no need for laws and there would be no need for shelters. And we are going to take a short break to thank our sponsors who kindly allow us to air this program. Hey, boy, how you doing? (coughs) What am I doing? (coughs) I'm creating your own life book. It's a website that's just for you. Remember that picture I took of you pulling off Lisa's bathing suit? (coughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm putting that awesome picture on your life book page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. (coughs) No, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. I chose a great theme, and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial life book. (coughs) No, not for Grandma, but we can make one for Fluffy, remember her? And we can even put links to our favorite pet charity. And friends can make donations. People can create their own life book for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com or they can sign up on the Pet Life Radio homepage. <coughs> Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. Hey, come back here! <coughs> create your own life book for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com Welcome to Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know, I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. And you know, as the human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they are seniors. So in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as, as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another edition of Sassy Seniors. And remember, celebrate your senior pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And now live in this studio, it's the All Paws Pet Talk call-in radio show with a valuable knowledge and expertise of our panel guests ready to take your calls. Listen for the phone number so you may call in live. Take it away, panel. And welcome back. This is All Paws Pet Talk. Your host, Colleen Gordon. PetTalkAtLive.com is how you get a hold of us by email. And I believe we have Beth on the line. 
Beth, are Hi. you there? Hello, Beth. How are Hello. you? And she is going to tell us about Bella, who is a dog movie star. And it looks like Bella has quite a few accomplishments under her belt or her collar. Uh, she also donates to charities. Hi. Hi. You can finally hear me. Yay. Uh, yay. <laughs> I know the phone kept disconnecting me on, on the other end. So I was like, hello, hello. <laughs> I could, we could hear you, but you couldn't hear us. I think we forgot oh. to feed the hamsters again. <laughs> so, Beth, tell us a little bit about who Bella is. Okay, well, Bella is a world-famous dog. Actually, um, she's been in TV shows, commercials, movies, print ads, and um, she's very well known also for her charity work And because she is a rescue mutt, and um, we are bringing awareness to that cause very much so. Oh, and it sounds like she does have quite a few accomplishments under her belt. Can you tell us about a few of them? Um, I think one of her, her two biggest accomplishments, well, three, um, her Dr. Pepper Super Bowl commercial, her, um, her independent film Casabella, which was in two film festivals, and um, I, I'd have to say Greatest American Dog on CBS. We, you know, we had a great time filming that, and I got to do that with her, so that was a lot of fun for both of us. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, she had her own movie? Yeah, um, it was great. This director wanted to do this dark comedy short about a boy's jealousy of the family dog and just fell in love with Bella and actually changed the title of the movie to Casa Bella because he's in love with her so much. Now, is that something that might have made the Sundance Film Festival? Um, it was actually, let's see, it was at the um, Mount Rainier Film Festival, I think, and okay. at Woods Hole in Cape Cod, and we actually went to that one, so that was really cool to see people's reactions to Bella, and actually people said Bella's the best actress in the movie, she's a comedian. <laughs> a natural comedian, of course. Right. Now, what type of breed is she, or, or do they know? Um, well, she's a truly a pure mutt. Um, she did the DNA test, and... Um, First, it came back as, like, Chihuahua, Labrador Retriever, Nova Scotia Retriever, Shih Tzu, Pomeranian. And then they redid the algorithms and said that she's long-haired Chihuahua on both sides, and then on her paternal side, um, Shih Tzu and a little bit of Jack Russell. So maybe we'll never know. Maybe she's just an alien hybrid. <laughs> there you go. Now, she also has a line of clothing, and uh, it says here, Bows. Yes, um, so it's Bella Starlet Dog's Clothes and Bows, and we're doing that uh, with Barker's Boutique. And um, what's great about it is that, you know, it's like, it's Bella's signature line. So, you know, you can wear, you know, you can walk around wearing, like, you know, Juicy Couture or, you know, Kate Moss, you know, something with, they're showing their label on it. Well, now dogs can wear a Bella Starlet. So it's very... It's very signature, it's, it's cute, it's fun, and the best thing about it is that with every item sold, a portion of the proceeds goes to Animal Care and Control in New York City. Oh, that's wonderful. And for those status-conscious dogs that are always looking for the latest couture. Exactly. <laughs> and some of them do actually per, like parade around and kind of show off their clothes and they know they look good. Oh, totally. She knows when she's wearing her couture, and she'll 
walk red carpets and prance, and it's really funny. Like one time we were at this um, the CBS. Um, you know, TSA event, TCA event, and she just walked to the red carpet, and the paparazzi were saying, well, where's Bella Santa? Bring her back. We want to see her prance. I was like, oh, my God, that's so funny. Oh, how cute. How cute. Now, <laughs> no, does she, she loves it. is there a certain amount of, of the income that she gets from her clothing line that you use to help fund the charities? Well, the charities are not my own. It, we're not a 501c3, so... We sell the items. Um, a portion obviously goes to take care of Bella and my two other rescue dogs. And then the, the rest, uh, we give a percentage to the charities that we work with. And we've been working with Animal Care and Control the most. We just did a fashion show for them. And, uh, yeah, so we really, we love to get back to the community. Um, a man just flew in from Ireland named Willie Shaking Paws. And he just flew in just to shake Bella's paw and give a donation to our favorite charity. So that was so cool. And um, so people really recognize her around the world and what she does, and that's really an amazing thing to be a part of and witness. And she just has so much charisma. I think people just appreciate that. Um, She doesn't think she's a dog. She plays one on TV. (laughs) That's what I always say. That's her acting role. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. And let's see. We had a question about, let's see. So she does more fundraising than than anything like that and and it's for for the charities for the um an animal adoptions at the shelters well yeah just to help out it like just you know to help out at the shelter with if they need food or for the dogs that are already there waiting for homes or you know the the money goes to, to the general cause for a shelter and that that could be any facet of the group and Beth, if you can stay with us, and hopefully we won't lose sure. you again, yeah. we're going <laughs> to take a short break to say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll come okay. back. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. 
And now live in this studio, it's the All Paws Pet Talk Call-In Radio Show with a valuable knowledge and expertise of our panel guests. Ready to take your calls. Listen for the phone number so you may call in live. Take it away, panel. Thank you for listening to All Paws Pet Talk, and we are back. We have Beth on the line, and Beth was telling us about Bella, the movie star dog. So (laughs) tell us how you found Bella. Um, I found Bella, um, I moved here in, into New York City in 1998, and I was really lonely because my mom wouldn't let me take my dog, Ernie, So, well, which turned out to be, you know, everything kind of happens for a reason, because I found an ad in the New York press that said, Maggie, 10-month-old Shitsu mix for adoption. Um, this woman uh, named Claire does foster care in Brooklyn, and she happened to find out that Bella was being abused at this house, and... She went to the house and said, look, I know what you're doing to this dog, and I'm willing to take the dog and find it a good home, and they, they said, okay, you know, and they weren't going to argue with her because they, they knew what they were doing was wrong, so, um, and then that, like, pretty much within that week, um, I found the ad and then went to Brooklyn and got her, and um, we fell in love, and the first night I brought her home, she laid on the pillow next to me, and smiled and we've been best pals ever since we're soulmates oh that's such a heartwarming story and i know so many people have the same uh, feeling when they go and they can adopt a a shelter pet now one of the things i know that you're in and out of the shelters and you see what's going on do you find right now that uh, the shelters in new york are experiencing an increase in the amount of pets being being dumped at shelters like we are here in florida Yes, um, well, I know that since the recession started getting so much worse, the, the, the shelters are just overcrowded, and it just gives me the chills, and just to know that, like, there's a lot of people who, what's even worse than the shelters is the people I see who, you know, lost their jobs, who are now homeless, and some of them actually live on the street in New York City with their dogs outside, and so... I, and so what I do is if I'm, um, if I'm walking in the East Village where I live and I see people on the street with their dogs, either I bring them food for my house or I just give them some money to get food for the dog. At least I know that they're taking care of them. And it's very, it's the most heart-wrenching thing to see. But you know that they love them. Yes, but the, the, the shelters are so overcrowded. and But there's so many people out there wanting and willing to adopt, which is wonderful mm-hmm. now bella was was removed from an abusive home right. and do you also see an increase in the amount of abuse cases because of people's stress in their lives job losses home foreclosures do, do you see an increase in the amount of um, animal rescue for for abuse right now too well i've i've, I've seen the increase uh, over the years but then i've also seen the decrease because I think a lot of people, more people are understanding animals. Um, when I was a child, I was totally, I had a giant fear of dogs. I was almost killed by a German shepherd that was actually abused. And, um, but then I grew to, so my fear of dogs kind of led me to under, want to understand them more. And that's when I got my Yorkie Ernie and he made me, uh, help me understand what dogs are all about. And so what actually I do is I try to do kind of a pay-it-forward preventative care thing. Is um, I go speak at the Animal Club for Kids sometimes with, um, 
you know, any of my rescue dogs. And um, I teach the kids how to approach dogs and how not to be fearful because I think mostly people um, abuse dogs out of fear because they don't know any better. And the truth is the dogs are more scared of us than we are of them. That's true. It's it's just a very interesting um, dynamic. And and the kids, it's amazing because then they're going to go home and be like, look what I just learned from Bella Starlet and her mommy. And we're, you know, this, this is a great thing. So... Um, I love I love to help out that way. And have you ever so thought about maybe putting in an educational program or promoting one at schools for children so that we can teach them about proper animal care and being a responsible pet owner? I would love to. I would love to. You know, if you know somebody I can hook up with to do that, I'd be I'd, I'd be wonderful because the more we do it, the better off every creature on this planet is. And that's what we were saying is is if there were all responsible pet owners, we would have no need for laws and we would have no need for shelters. You got it. Well, Beth, thank you so much. And we are going to end our program signing off and saying thank you to our sponsors who kindly allow us to air this program. Thank you for listening to All Paws Pet Talk. I am your host, Colleen Gordon, HealingForPets.com. If you would like a reading with your pet, please email us, PetTalkAtLive.com. Thank you again for listening, and have a wonderful, positive day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.